Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. And today I got Mr. Hewlett, aka Jay Money, JJ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jason Hewlett. Jason, how you doing? Good, man. Great to see you. Great to see you too. And I also got this smooth southern guy. When he gets in the sun, he starts to glow. <laughs> I turn red too. Turn red, like but but your, but your teeth back. get whiter, man. Your teeth get whiter, man. You look hey. you look all glowed up right now. Like the girls say, glowed up. Bit. You look glowed up. Just a little bit, man. Out here in the sunny state of Texas, I well, I shouldn't say sunny state because Florida is a sunshine state, but the humid state of Texas. That's where I'm at, and I'm enjoying it, loving it, and I'm glad to be on this podcast with you two. That's right. And if you guys haven't been listening to OG Therapy for that long. This is three of the members of the OG Therapy team, and we're here to uh, give your ears some little suggestions, some ideas, how to handle difficult situations that are family-related, kids-related. Sometimes we answer questions from teenagers. Sometimes we answer questions from parents. In the near future, in the fall, we're going to start answering questions that relate to relationships in business. So that's one of our specialties that we've been kind of keeping on the down low because uh, we want to want to help people out with the parents and kids questions first because as we all know, ain't no drama like family drama. Mm-mm. Ain't no if, drama. If, if you can't if, if you can't deal with the family drama, good luck with everything else because family drama is going to haunt you. That's going to fall. They know where you live. They know your number. <laughs> all that. <laughs> all that. You're going to have to chips. see them. You're plus with the holidays coming around the corner. You have to see them at Thanksgiving at Christmas. So. Ooh. Let's deal with some of these family drama questions. But for those people out there that want to follow us, you can follow us on OG.therapy, right, Kenneth? On yes, Instagram, sir. OG.therapy on Instagram. You can also follow me on David underscore Kozlowski, K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I underscore on Instagram. And Jason Hewlett's, his is the hardest on Instagram. It's Jason Hewlett. The only hard part about that is spelling Hewlett. That's it's right. W-E-H. Scary. Go ahead. Go ahead. I started thinking like, what? I said it backwards. I said it backwards. I was like, how do I say it backwards? I got the backwards right. It's actually H E W L E T T, right? That's it. Nice. Boom! I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, let's jump into some questions. Though we got a couple. Yeah, oh, questions. we gotta say, K Scott's though. What's yours, man? Oh yeah, mine is K Scott underscore two on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Right. I, I need didn't say to K- become more active. I didn't say K Scott because everybody already follows K. Everybody Scott. heard him. Yeah, the only reason why they're listening to us is because they know K Scott. That's oh, right. That's true. No. And they're like, "Well, if Kenneth is listening and hanging out with these guys, maybe they're not that bad." You're <laughs> <laughs> too kind. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let, let's jump right into it. I know uh, we got a couple questions. We're gonna break them up to separate episodes. We got a couple questions from parents about sports. They're sports related, and with the school year starting, that means sports are starting. In particular, football season starting. Uh, other sports too, as well. But, but that's the one that we uh, are more uh, affected by here in our realm of influence, being former University of Utah football players, and also Jason. There's not a pro football team in the state of Utah, so you're gonna be watching college football. 
college football it is and that's the best there is so in my opinion let's too, do it yeah, this is a this is a good question right here it says uh are we ready yeah yes let's, go. Okay. let's do it <laughs> what can a parent do when their child is picked on by a coach in a public way such as on a text stream with the team or on a group me and makes them want to quit picked Ooh. on by a coach that's interesting isn't it mm-hmm. what a shame but i think that that does happen oh, now no, that yeah. all these big group me's and text streams and things can get weird you know a little side note uh, a local friend of mine actually it's it's my cousin but his friend uh we talked about last year uh, last winter they talked about you should have some sort of og therapy og therapy certification for youth coaches mm. Mm. and he wasn't yeah. joking and i because you know he listens to the podcast and and he's like you know those things statements first questions he kind of went on and on he's like if coaches knew how to communicate with their players better they could still be tough macho coaches and still you know like be the rah-rah guys he goes i think as parents we just feel that our money our kids are being influenced our money's being well spent because they're leading our kids instead of mm. just like you know being the old school like shouting at them in their face, just a whole bunch of unnecessary yep. stuff you don't need to do in coaching. And so I thought about that. I was like, you know what? I put that on my list of things that we're building towards. And uh, I think that's a great idea. So until we have that certification, let's just go ahead and answer this question because this question would be a question that we'd deal with if this was a real certification certifying youth coaches. Mm-hmm. First, first thing that comes to mind, and I think you guys will agree with me on this, I don't want to dismiss the parents fears but we have to take into consideration like when someone tells me like they were bullied or mm-hmm. a kid will say this kid's bullying me i don't just immediately say okay what kid i'm gonna go yell at that kid tell him stop being mean i ask them first of all just for more details so with this parent i'm gonna assume that there's more details in between that you know they're is there a chance that the coach could just be flat out mean, flat out jerk, teasing and mocking your kid? There is that possibility. Mm-hmm. Is there also also possibility that you as a parent, you may lean a little bit more towards the being very protective of your child side. Mm. And you don't really, you feel really uncomfortable with any confrontation, any pushback, any sort of like in your face type of information. Some people were raised that way. And they don't mm-hmm. necessarily like it, but they're more familiar with it. Right? You guys know what I'm talking, right? Yeah. And other people, they get really sensitive and really hurt. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean that you're necessarily coddling your child. It may just be harder for you to hear those things. So let's just take into consideration that what the parent is saying is their opinion. It's something that they're concerned and worried about. Not to dismiss it saying they're being a coddling parent, but it's helpful to know that there's a lot of ways to take this. So for example, what if that coach was a smart ass? What if that coach had an issue with some kids he could joke around with and other kids he'd be smart aleck and it didn't, it didn't bode well. It didn't go well with them because their parents don't talk trash to each other there. It's a very like, you know, it's a very, mm-hmm. just, you know, a very sensitive type of household that that kids come from, that that kids come from, kid comes from. So let's now answer the question with that information, you know, in mind. Right. So read back the question one more time, Jason, because there's one particular point in that I want to start off with. What can a parent do when their child is picked on by a coach in a public way, 
such as on a text stream with the team or a group meet and makes them want to quit. So the, the, the parent can coach the teenager or the kid how to address this with mm -hmm. the coach first. I think a big mistake, and I want you guys to jump in real quick. I think a big mistake is if parents get involved too quickly and too often. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, I mean, even the coaches that we have at our school, they say, do not contact us. This is something that the kid, the player should deal with any problems that they have. In fact, a majority of the coaches that we've had in high school for our kids don't send us as parents anything other than a welcome and then, you know, send us your kid's number. We'll put it on a group me and we're going to let them know when the games are, practices are, all that stuff. And the kids have to communicate with the parent. Mm -hmm. So for a parent to step in in the middle of this is like, um, it's, it's almost a really bad situation for the kid. <laughs> yep. Like, like on a social level with the other right. friends, you know? Now, some parents have told me they get suspicious when they hear that. They say, I understand where the coach is coming from because some parents can be a little too much, but mm. I'm not like that. So why can't I communicate with the coach? Mm. And and I, I get what the parent's saying, but I also get what the coaches are trying to do. Now, I also get that some coaches could take advantage of that. Right. They could be like, all right, like I've had this happen with another kid. The coach told the parents, say, listen, why are you communicating to me? Your son's old enough to communicate to me you should not be communicating to me. And the parent said, I'm communicating to you medical information about my son's injury from the doctor to you. By law, that should be coming from me. What the coach was doing is the kid was the best player on the team. The kid was hurt and the doctor was like, you should take a couple weeks off. And the coach was like, uh-uh, no, you can't. We need you right now. Mm. And so the coach was trying to pressure the kid into playing. And so right. the parent had to get involved. So the only side note I'd say that if there is medical information, things of that nature, mental or medical, mm -hmm. then the coach should be communicated from, well, the communication should come from the parent to the coach. But outside of all those details, the answer to the question start off with parents need to coach their kids how to talk mm -hmm. to their coaches. Right. What do you guys think about that? I fully agree. Um, it's teaching them instead of reacting, learn how to respond to it. Um, because initially when you see it, you probably going off the walls like, man, what in the heck? What's going on? But if you just take time, step back and kind of evaluate the whole situation of kind of like, OK, what's leading to this point to where you feel this type of emotion? Maybe the like like you mentioned earlier, maybe the kid, maybe the, the coach was trying to just spark some motivation into the kid. Right. And he was hoping that would have prompted something or maybe, you know. You know, you just never know. So, like, going back in context of trying to understand what prompted that portion of it, instead of, like, you jumping in as a parent to just automatically just be in protect mode. Obviously, that's our baby. But, like, give the kid a chance and give the coach a chance to understand, like, what led to the point. I think that's the biggest thing because, like, when we're out here coaching, um, I think it's always tell my kids, like, when it comes to a problem, like, come to me and address, like, let me know how do you like – how do you like being coached, right? Be like, do you need someone to constantly be on you and impress you? Do you need me to let off? Like, for instance, I have a quarterback and there's, you know, it's me and another coach and the other coach is more of a, a rah-rah get in your face. If you get, uh, if you have a certain type of uh, mess up on the play, he's like, come on, let's go. Like, boop, boop, boop. And me, I'm more of like a reserved type of approach. I'm like, hey, help me understand what you thought right there. 
Like, take me through your 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 thought process on why you made that decision, right? And so it's just like two totally different approaches. And so we just got to figure out what works best for the kid, so that like moving forward there will be no confusion on man the coach is picking on me and things of that nature. No, no, no. Just help me understand what be- works best for you to you know trigger some motivation to get you to the best to your ability. So that's the way I think about it when I'm coaching. Jason, what, what are your thoughts? I see you nodding your head a lot. No, oh, I mean, K. Scott's dropping some dimes there. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I would say, you know, uh, there's a fine line between sticking up for your kid and in empowering the coach mm. and not knowing when and how far you should go when there's some kind of miscommunication perhaps or just the difference in communication that you're not aware of because you're not on the field with that coach and with your kid. And so uh, making sure that obviously, like you said, cause right at the beginning there, like, Hey, maybe there's a communication style difference or there's more communication going on. And this is just kind of more of a, maybe it's a public forum as a place to call people out almost in like a, Hey, are you going to step up kind of a way? So Mm -hmm. uh, there could be very well a whole private conversation between the player and the coach nobody knows about whereas in the public forum it's almost like uh, hey we're calling certain guys out so that they will feel the need to step up and so that's where that fine line is apparent where you're like whoa instead of reacting so quickly and being like hey i'm going to jump all over this maybe it's a chance to sit back talk to your kid find out all the details and you know i I know that there would be some parents like myself, I'd probably, I mean, this is just me, reach yeah. out to some other players and I'd be like, hey, tell, tell me about the coach. What's your experience with, with uh, you know, the team and so forth. And then oh, when yeah. they, they're like, oh yeah, he jokes all the time about how crappy I am. And then I'd be like, oh, well, okay, I need to teach some sensitivity stuff with my kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, great, great points from both of you. Kenneth, you said something that um, I, I really can tell. I don't know if Jace picked up on that, but you can tell Kenneth's OG certification is starting to come into, come into play. <laughs> Talked about responding, not reacting. Mm-hmm. And then when you said what you do with your kids, notice how big of a difference it is when you're speaking in statements versus when you're questioning them. So you told him, say, walk me through what you just saw. Tell me what just happened versus the other experience is, and granted, these are what good coaches do, what you're doing right mm-hmm. now. Kenneth. <laughs> the other experience is like, what the hell's wrong? Why'd you do that? Like, what'd you do that for? Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because we know these things, other co- coaches aren't necessarily going to know those things. Okay. Right. And you don't necessarily want your kid to go out there and coach the coach about how to coach them. Like when kids come to coach and say, hey, coach, just want to let you know when when there's too much light, it makes my eyes really sensitive. So could you please turn down the gym lights a little bit lower <laughs> so I can perform better? It's like, that's not going to really go. Well. It's like, you know, I, I like an orange at halftime instead of bananas. So could, next game, could you bring oranges instead of bananas? That's not really going to go well, right? So you don't want your kid to be coaching the kid that way. But one way that you can do it, and Jason just nailed it too, is that you can actually model for the coaches the way that you want them to treat your kids right you can treat them with that same type of respect right so mm-hmm. i've had this work for some other clients before in a very similar situation like jason was talking about their kid was a little overly sensitive the parent got a little defensive protective at first but then listen to me they thought well let me see what the coach has to say and so 
they talked to the coach about a situation. The coach said, hey, I'm just trying to push him this and that. They realized that the coach wasn't being overtly mean. They read the group text, very similar, right? Read the group mm-hmm. text. And so what they started telling their kid, they started telling their kids, say, hey, listen, I'm only going to reach out to your coach to tell them that I support them and that I want you and them to work together. So I helped the parent uh, compose uh, an email. And mm. in the email, it had told the coach, hey, listen, I realize that kids nowadays sometimes get too sensitive. I realize that parents nowadays sometimes get too protective and too coddling. I don't want mm-hmm. my kid to be too sensitive. And I sure as heck don't want to be one of those parents who are like, you see my email or text, like, oh my gosh, here we go again. So that's how the email started out. So I give you full permission to coach and discipline my child as you see fit, because I 100% trust you that even if you're hard on them, you're not going to be mean, cruel, or try to break them down. You're actually just trying to build them up. If Mm -hmm. you have any issues with my kid that you think I should know about, I know I'm not supposed to reach out to you, but you can more than well reach out to me and I'll just give you a thank you for the information and I'll deal with it on my end. That email went so well that this parent, Mm. she started telling all the other parents to do similar things because they were all sitting there chomping on the bit, wanting to communicate with the coach, but they're like, Hey, I know we're not supposed to communicate. Just want to check in. Is there anything you need me to do coach? Is there anything? They were trying to get this relationship with the coach so that they could get an inside opinion instead Mm -hmm. by them just saying, Hey, I trust you. I trust you do a great job. If there's an issue with my kid, I'll trust you handle it within reason. Of course, you're not Mm -hmm. going to beat them or yell them or, make them, you know, collapse of heat stroke when it's 120 degrees outside. Right. You just kind of make those little stipulations and leave it and walk away. Mm-hmm. And you both kind of did the exact same things. Well, not both, but you both said those tools in both your responses. So I'm like, I love these social <laughs> health advice suggestions. And they're also common sense coming from your guys' experience too. That's what mm-hmm. makes it even more powerful. You know, it's beautiful too. Like you learn so much through sports. And a couple of weeks ago, we're starting to get into H-E double hockey sticks week, right? For the young kids as we're starting to tackle season. And we were doing conditioning drills. And one, one of the kids was just crying like a baby because I was so hot. I'm not going to go down. Just crying like a baby. And so after after practice, we get in the huddle and one of the coaches called him out on it. And the kids started crying a little bit, like kind of mad tears, like and just yeah. stuck in there like and like mad tears and so you know i got up and i spoke to the team was like look all like great leadership starts with self-leadership that's what we told them at first all great leadership starts with self-leadership and i told them uh, a, a little instagram meme that i saw from nick saban that says good good teams are ran by the coaches however great teams are led by the players and so once i told them all that like they started after the next practice and the few practices on, they started holding each other more accountable to each other. Like, hey, come on, stand up, hands on the thing. And it's just that little just quick trigger, like using that negative or adverse uh, scenario of him crying like a baby to like transform him into something else. It kind of gave him like, nah, I ain't going to be a baby no more. I'm going to stand tall. Kind of gave him more confidence too in a way, which was pretty cool to see like the transformation from someone going, a little kid going from, oh, man, this is hard to I can actually get through it. And not only am I going to get through it, I'm going to help others get through it, too. And it was cool because the next practice, he was like, hey, come on, we all got this. I know I was he was like, I know I was crying like a baby last practice, but nobody's going to be able to do it this time. And so it was pretty cool to see the evolution of someone going from a baby to like a man manning up. (laughs) 
Well, and especially for the parents that are, are listening to this question because they're going to see this podcast and see this question, they, they needed you. They needed you to to say that, just like they need all these little pieces in here. Because what you just added in there is that why are we having our kids in sports in the first place? Well, you just said it. Like it's a great life. Like this is a great life lesson experience. You're going to be on teams throughout the rest of your life, mm-hmm. so you have to learn learn with different types of people right mm-hmm. football is a bigger team sport so there's gonna be an even greater variety of ethnic backgrounds height size likes dislikes right so there's gonna be a lot of differences in there and if the co if if the if the parents are able to see that this is for their overall betterment well then we can't just protect them or block or interfere every time they have an opportunity to get better mm-hmm. yep that's real well you said know. and you know what i as I'm listening to Kay Scott talking about the, you know, the teamwork aspect, which I really love that, man, that was cool. I, I can say, you know, if one kid is feeling it, then I bet you a lot of them are mm. <laughs> right. That's really- it's not to say you want the kids to like conspire against the coaches. However, it is important for everyone to understand that everyone is important and everyone has their, challenges they're going through and the importance of the kids to lead one another mm. support one another to be there for each other i mean when when a kid feels picked on in a coaching situation it's very very common i would imagine that a majority of kids would feel something similar yeah. so to galvanize their personalities and their faith in one another as a team to say hey let's just get better let's let's push harder let's go together uh, it's a it's a powerful experience and great opportunity and that's where you want uh, the parents to not step in <laughs> right yeah no I man yeah <laughs> you, you guys I, you, you're like, okay uh, and i wonder if you know I, we don't know the coach and i wonder if that was his method he what was did he say that in hopes that another one of his teammates was going to say hey like you know, I don't know what was said, but I was I was wondering if he, if the coach was hoping that another one of the players that was in the group me or the text thread was going to step up and you know take on that leadership position. You know, I'm not just looking at the different side of it. You know, if that was the coach's yeah. thought. Well, I, being in being in a, like a therapy situation where I'd have parents who are coaches, parents who are mad at their coaches, like all different types of aspects, I would get those little details and you. I can't think of a time where someone wasn't like really valid in their concern. Like a coach wasn't really valid in why they criticized the player that much, but those little nuances, a couple different words here or there. And that other, and the kids experiences or the past experiences of coaches or the parents with past coaches, you just never know how those are going to align. And so I, I, it's so important to know as a, this is to the coach now, so important to know as a coach, if you show, if you model for your, your teammates, if you model for your players, how to be like a plus, how to have like a PhD in support of one another, mm-hmm. what they'll do for the team is going to be so much more. It's going to last longer. It's going to be more impactful. Shaming people in sports has always been a great motivator to greatness. It's always mm-hmm. got people like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Come on, why are you being such a baby? If everybody on your team's yelling, you're like, ah, ah, and you'll just like figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah, or can't do that. you'll quit, shut down, and they'll never see you again. Mm. I think in today's world, we're seeing more of the latter. The kids avoiding those confrontations, avoiding combative energy, and for, avoiding uncomfortable moments. And so to all you coaches out there, just give you one final little, little tidbit of information. 
And that is if, if the players on your team see you going up to that kid who's struggling and crying like a little baby, and they see you yelling at them and treating them like a little baby, they're going to do the same thing to that teammate. If they see you go up there and say, hey, look at me, look at me, the kid looks at me, it's like, I would be mad at you, but I don't have to be. I'd be mad at you if you're a quitter, if you weren't strong, if you weren't tough. But I'm not going to be mad at you because you aren't a quitter. You are strong and you are tough. You got this. Let's go. And their brain's trying to figure out, like, did he just call me a quitter or compliment me? And then it was like, yeah, you got this. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess I, I do. You just have to really, like, kind of, j- like, j- shake things up a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course, that was a little side note to all the coaches out there. But <laughs> My dad used to say, if the coach ain't yelling at you, he doesn't care about you. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's real. My, my, my wide receiver coach said that at the University of Utah. I was like, dude, why are you always yelling at me, getting on me this day? He's all, when I, the day I stop yelling at you, that's the day you got to worry. But if I'm yelling at you, it means I care. Turns out later he also didn't like me, he admitted. But, you know, that was all. <laughs> we became friends later. He's like, yeah, I actually didn't like you on top of I wanted you to be better. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, the person who sent in this uh, question to us as well. And uh, you guys, OG Therapy, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on um, Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com backslash OG Therapy. You get all these episodes, but you get to see our beautiful faces. You love it. <laughs> or somewhat beautiful faces, as Jason makes a weird looking face. <laughs> you can see that. You, you can see that Jason's real. <laughs> facial comment. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good reel, huh? <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, until next time, as always, thanks for coming here. Thanks for just trusting us because we know when life's got you down on your knees, you got to talk to some real OGs. That's what we're here for. Thanks, you guys. Till next time, be cool. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator ready for a career in behavioral health earn your online degree at herzing university choose from health and human services psychology or social social work programs, gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits, secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health, or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109, that's HEALTH to 85109, or visit herzing.edu.